Yo. There we go. There yeah, we go. We finally made it. Oh, man. Took, took us a little time. Took us a little time, but we finally yeah, made it. Yeah, we, we got it down. We got it down. Oh, man. All right. Well, we, we made it into the show. Um, I guess we could start off since this is streaming live. We could start off with, I guess, when somebody joins in, we could say welcome to the TNT podcast and kind of go from there. We could do uh, that. Yeah. All right, so there's Jose. All right, well, welcome into the TNT podcast. As always, it's your boy Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? What's up, Tyler? Hey, happy to be here. You know, we're doing this on a new platform, which is really exciting. So we want to continue to do this type of stuff. You know, I've been with Millions for over the past year, and um, they've done me really well. I just done a watch party this past weekend for UFC 289, and um, and I'm excited to bring on my co-host Tyler along with me. You know, hey, yeah. you know what I brought me in as the guest. So we're doing this million things together with the TNT podcast, continuing to grow, continue to do things with it. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah, man. This is uh, it's something new for, for me, for sure, uh, getting involved in this. I've always thought it would be a good idea to do some type of live stream, just didn't know how to kind of go about it. But um, along the way, uh, throughout today's, you know, um, recording here, we'd love to – hear from uh from those of you guys that end up joining you know feel free to to join in the chat you know give us your thoughts on different topics things like that uh, if you're out there listening um but man all right let's jump into the action shall we yes sir let's go all right so guys um well I, I mean let me let me just find out i was able to watch a good bit of the game the other day so let's just go ahead and let's recap game four of this uh, NBA Finals real quick. Um, obviously, we know at this point, Denver is up 3-1, okay? You and I both, if I'm not mistaken, I know I ended up saying I'll take them in five. I'm pretty sure you still ended up sticking with the five, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I'm even, still sticking with Hey, the series ends yeah. tonight. The series yeah, ends it tonight. does. It, yeah, it, it, it is tonight. This, this one uh, may as well You stick a fork in it. It's done. You're not going to see this game last much longer. Um, but I guess this game, from what I was able to gather, this turned into the pretty much um, it was just a full team effort. This was the Bruce Brown game. You know, a lot of people are calling it that the Aaron Gordon game. Those two were just hitting lights out, uh, just just playing ridiculous um, on the court. And then, of course, Jokic doing his thing, Murray doing his thing. KCP was actually making shots, acting like his self when he was playing uh, the Lakers and the, the other teams they knocked out along the way. Um, we've said it before. We'll say it again. This team, man, they are hard to stop, especially when they're hitting on all cylinders um, like they did this past game. So um, I'm not shocked at all to see them in this position um, up three, one, what this one's at, this is at Denver game five. Right. So yeah, not, not looking pretty. What'd you get from the game though? Well, you know, from my, from my watch of looking at it, Aaron Gordon, I mean, he went 11 for 15, three for four from three, 27, seven and six. When you get that from, you know, I was watching some of the, uh, you know, the post-game show. They say you shouldn't call Aaron Gordon so much of a role player anymore because during the season he was averaging 16 points per game. Uh, that's a little bit more – that's a little bit better than a role player. I mean, he's yeah. still – but he plays his part really well. So he is that really good third guy. Um, I, I can't compare it per se to the Warriors – Steph Curry, Clay, and Draymond, because Draymond don't put that type of offensive. He sometimes do, but it's very rare. But he don't put that type of offensive threat towards their big three like Aaron Gordon does for the Nuggets right now. 
Um, I mean, some people thought it was going to be Jordan Poole last year for the Warriors, but, you know, yeah. regardless, they have that third guy, whether if Jokic sometimes might not be on, if Murray might not be clicking, which in this game he wasn't. He went five for 17, two for three from three. He was he was good on the uh, assist, and he had 12 assists. We only had 15 points. To have that extra guy come in like Aaron Gore and drop 27 points, I mean, it's going to be hard to be able to beat that team. Anybody on that team can drop 20. And then to have Bruce Brown come off the bench and do 21, three for five from three. I mean, this reminds me of that 2015 Spurs team, man. That 2015 Spurs team was that type of team where you had, you know, Duncan can drop 20 on you. Tony Parker could. Ginobili mm -hmm. could. Kawhi could. Freaking um, who else? Patty Mills could. Boris Dion. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, didn't they have Delante, uh, not Delante, uh, the uh, what's his name? David West. Then they have yeah. him like they had shooters all they over the floor. Yeah. yeah, Dave, the old David West he used to play for the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, let yeah. Me, yeah. Hey, let me give you another throwback. Tiago uh, Splitter or whatever. That one was a that was a yeah. wild one. The, hey, these random guys shooting from all over the court. You're like, man, where where, where does mess come from? And um, but regardless, man, uh overall it's just these boys are really good clicking on all cylinders, man. They're they're a really good Nuggets team right now. To sit here and just expect the eighth seed Miami Heat, and we've talked about this on our previous podcast. Definitely, we're on, look, we're on all podcasts, uh, stream Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can go and find us TNT. We've talked about this on the other podcasts for eighth seed Miami team to to come in here and beat this Nuggets team would have been a it's a really tall task. You know, if they get one more game, they surpass my they surpass my expectations because I didn't even see them. You know, I, I did pick five from the beginning. I said they'll probably get one game at home, but they didn't even get a game at home. They they got lucky and stole a game on the road when everybody on the Nuggets was at their worst except for Jokic, and they only won that game by three points. So, like, I I think the Nuggets are going to close this out on their home court. They're at home. Um, I mean, what can you say? This is the best yeah. team in the league, and Jokic—he just solidified himself as that guy. He is a—he a, was a top five player before this series, anyway. He was a top five player before this season, but he officially solidified himself as a top five player in the NBA right now. And you can easily say top three if you want to make that case. You can easily—you can—you can easily say number one. I mean, honestly, you—you you could. I mean, we were talking yeah. about it. Um, Hindsight being 2020, the dude should have been MVP. I mean, that's that's really what everybody's saying at this point. You're kind of the MVP is a regular season award, and I understand why Embiid won it. But if we're really looking at MVP, most valuable player, it looks like it's this guy, um, Jacob Walton, good friend of the show. I'm I'm keeping up with it on uh, on Facebook Live here, man. Hey, y'all, feel free to jump in on Millions so we can see your uh, see you guys, whatever you type in in the chat on the site, but. I'm keeping up with the Facebook one right now since this is our first one. I've seen the comments. Jacob said, if Aaron Gordon drops 15-plus, um, it's it's going to be a dub. So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's um, – it's whenever Aaron Gordon, whenever a guy like Aaron Gordon gets hot, whenever he's scoring, you know, putting up buckets like that, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough sledding for whoever the opposing team is going against the Nuggets. Um, so, I, I can definitely agree there if um you know we already know murray and Jokic are going to get theirs if you get some contributions from these role players um it's um it's it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough so yeah i mean that brings us to tonight's game tonight being uh you know going on at 8 30 like we said at denver 
Um, this team, um, you know, they, they've been great at home. Only lost one time at home, but it, it was against the Miami Heat in this series, um, this postseason. So, um, Jackson Caldwell, I see he's he's jumping in the in the. I see he's watching us live. He's not jumping in the chat yet. Uh, I got to give him some props. Dude put down uh, some money on the, the Denver Nuggets to win it all. Looks like you're going to cash out, my man, even after the oh, trash. Oh, from the beginning of the season. From the beginning of the he, season. He, I, th- I think so. Zach Jackson, uh, Nuggets easy. Tyler knows. He says, Jackson, feel free to jump in the chat. Tell us, when, when did you put that bet down on the Nuggets, man? Um, while he's answering that, though, we got some interesting storylines going into tonight's game. Um, Tyler Hero, they're saying he's questionable. He got upgraded to questionable for the night. Do you see that playing a factor in, um, you know, obviously you feel confident in the Nuggets winning this game tonight and closing out the series. Does that give you any hesitation? Does that swing the odds for you a little bit? Where are you at with the Tyler Hero news? So with the Tyler Hero, in my opinion, you know, we talked about this on our previous show. We think with Tyler Hero, could he make an impact? I could see him doing that, but I also could also see Tyler Hero, I mean, you know, messing up the chemistry that Miami has already so far. But let, let, let's be honest. Tyler Hero jumping in now, what could you possibly hurt? You know, like, what could yeah. you possibly You're already down 3-1. You're on the road. Like, if, if, if I'm on the cusp of elimination, even if it can hurt me, I might as well throw the whole kitchen sink at him because guess what? I ain't got nothing else to lose. I mean, right now, so yeah. far, Miami went from being the worst three-point shooting team in the regular season to now being the best three-point shooting team in the entire, you know, NBA for the playoffs. You have to sit here and ask yourself, all right, then. So now that since they're the best team in the playoffs now, what do they bring to the table? Oh, now in the finals, these guys aren't shooting like they were shooting throughout the playoffs. So now, what could Tyler Hero hurt? What could he hurt? I don't know. Yeah. Bring him on in, in my opinion. Bring him on in. I mean, I don't. I really don't see him. I could see some chemistry factors, but bring Tyler Hero off the bench. You know, bring him off the bench. You're in your last game, man. This potential could be your last game. So, if you, if you want to throw the kitchen sink, if you want to really make an attempt at coming back down three one, you might as well bring him back. And he could play a factor. Um, I do he feel did. like he have some defensive uh, deficiencies, but besides that. Bring them back. Let's get some points on the board. You need you need everything you got you can get to beat this Nuggets team because what you got right now is not going to cut it. Sorry, it's not yeah. going to cut it. And and just because he's questionable doesn't mean he's going to play. They said he's going to see um you know if there's any soreness, anything like that pregame when he's doing his workout. Um, so we'll see if he ends up even actually being able to play or not. But um yeah, I definitely think he's the kind of guy he could swing this thing a little bit. I don't know if he's going to be able to take over enough for it to really matter in the end. It's just, man, um, and you know, and Jacob brought this up. Let's let's see here. He said, he said, do you think if the Nuggets played like they have in the finals in the last series, would the Lakers win that series? So I'm guessing he means like um there there's been a couple games where the Nuggets haven't quite looked the same. Um, you know, that they did in that Lakers series. I will say that when the calls weren't going their way, when you were seeing them getting frustrated, I've referenced it on the show before, but um, when things weren't going their way necessarily, you, you kind of saw them start to crumble. You, you saw it in that game too, really. The calls weren't swinging the way they're used to. They kind of got punched in the mouth. And I'm not saying this necessarily to all the officials, you know, um, but 
you know, the Heat weren't backing down either. I mean, they just kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back. And then, you know, one or two things go your way on some calls like that. It only helps your case. It only helps you, you know, get that second win to actually close out a game like that. And I think that's what went down to uh, help them get that game too. But I don't know. I don't know if it um, – <sighs> With a team like this, I, just, I really don't know if it was going to end up mattering. At the end of the day, they were just a better team, just like they're the better team in this series. I, I don't know if there's any other team that can match up to them. And, um, yeah, that, that's that's my point there. Jackson said he actually put the bet down in August. So, yeah, before the Yo, season even started. So, about, yeah, before the season started. That's odds on that, I would assume. I, I wanted to know, like, so I remember the odds. I remember them having the Nets up there pretty high. I remember uh, – yeah. The Warriors being up there, I I, yeah, I, I repeat champions. Were the Lakers? Were the Lakers also up there? Lakers are always going to be in the shuffle, um, at least Boston. just from the name. Boston? Yeah, Boston. Boston was definitely in there because they just made it last year. They had to be in there. Uh, Lake, Lakers were going to be in the shuffle, but the Russell Westbrook thing was still, you know, that was yeah, like, I know, yeah, I, dude. The moment when I saw AD, LeBron, and Westbrook, I was like, I know people would think you this were right. Is, I said this you just as. I, I told I didn't that. like it. I didn't like it to begin with, but uh, I tried to talk myself into it. You know it. You know me. I tried to talk I know, myself. You're, into you're it. so optimistic, but I, I ain't gonna I lie to you. I, I it wasn't gonna work. You got Westbrook. No. I said, look, I and I love Westbrook. I do, but I think there are certain parts in some people's career where it's just not gonna get done. You know, same thing with Chris Paul. You know, you know the the interview with Chris Paul out with his daughter saying that um uh man you know she get picked on at school because her dad hasn't won a championship you know i feel like that's crazy in regards of anything look i would say if i'm the daughter i would have been like is your dad in the nba anyway you know and somebody said well he's gonna respond my dad's not even in the nba and he still got the same amount of rings your dad and like oh that's yeah. a bird <laughs> but still yeah. i mean look Chris Paul is Chris Paul. And you got to remember, not everybody's legacy is dependent on rings, and it should never have been that way from the beginning. I know people look at the the Michael Jordan and all that stuff. and the, Yeah, but rings doesn't, isn't what defines really great players because we see that a lot with guys like Allen Iverson, heck, Charles Barkley, Carl um, Malone, Dominique Wilkins. Um, I can go on and on. They, like, there's a really lot of really, really great players who never had the opportunity to eventually get that ring. I was going to say a guy like Blake Griffin, but Blake Griffin might get a ring because he about to get that Nuggets ring. So, you know, uh, <laughs> but. No, Blake Griffin was on the Celtics this year. He's on the, he's on the Nuggets. No, I'm pretty sure he was on the cell. I'll have to, I'm, I'm going to vet that one right now. Yeah, because I saw him when I was watching the game. I was like, ah, oh, look Are at you Blake. serious? Yeah, I said, like, somebody get Hold on, right. hold on. Yeah, he's, hold the phone. he's a player for the Boston Celtics right now. He was on the bench really? for them this year. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh-huh. You're Who thinking about, about the Nuggets then? You're thinking about I, DeAndre Jordan, maybe? Or, because, I mean, they were they were with that Lob City Clippers team. Maybe DeAndre it Jordan. Must, it, must was, it must was DeAndre Jordan then. It must was DeAndre Jordan. I could have absolutely, okay, it was DeAndre Jordan. It was DeAndre yeah. Jordan. Is the under same, same prime? Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. That, that, my brain went absolutely off. I don't know why I thought it was Blake Griffin, but yes, it was DeAndre Jordan. Yes, DeAndre Jordan is about to get himself a ring because I, I don't think he has a ring at all, does he? I don't think so. 
No, he don't have a ring. I don't, yeah, so. no. I don't know why I call him uh, Blazer. He didn't, didn't win one with the Clippers, didn't win one with the Lakers when he was with us. He didn't win one with the Nets. He didn't Nets. win one with the, with the uh, Nets or the Mavs, the short stick. He That's was right. Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he never man. won. Yeah, weird to yeah. even think about. I can't even remember the, the Mavericks stint. That's how – it wasn't worth nothing. So, look, we had another thing, and, you know, we, we can um, – oh, God. Yeah, all right. So, two questions coming up in the Facebook chat right now. Uh, my dad, Louie's tuning in. Shout out to Louie. Uh, but let me let me ask Jacob Walton's real quick. Jacob Walton said, what's Torres's opinion on Nunez retiring before fighting Pena again? Give us that real quick. All right, so my my thoughts on uh, so if anybody watched the fights, I actually did the watch party for uh, Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana. Um, Amanda Nunes uh, put a leash on Irene and dog walked her around that whole octagon at will. She literally had a fifty forty three, and, and in MMA terms, for people that don't understand, a fifty forty three, you don't even deserve to walk in the cage with that person. Um, it was an absolute beatdown. The fight wasn't even mm-hmm. close. Uh, I mean, she quadrupled the amount of significant strikes she had. That's awful. Um, Juliana Pena, let's go back. Oh, guess what happened in the second fight? She dog walked her all around the octagon. That fight was not close. Yes, Juliana showed she was really tough, but Amanda Nunes 50 43 her. Like, that's not a close fight. Now, yes, I know Juliana Pena upset her in the first fight. She upset her, took her down, got her with the rear naked choke. She she beat her in the first fight. The second fight was not even close. We definitively saw who was the better MMA fighter. And, heck, in the first fight, in that first round, we saw that. It just, Juliana took advantage. And I, you got to remember, sometimes, and we see it a lot with a lot of, like, top-tier NBA, uh, MMA fighters, when you've only, when you've been on the top for so long, Sometimes you'll come into a fight to where you're like, well, I'm just going down the list. You know, I don't beat every, I don't beat all the top guys. Now I'm just going down the list. And it's just that one is on the fourth or fifth time you don't bring your 100% A game. You know, you, you're like, uh, I don't beat everybody. I don't beat the best of the best. Who is this chump? And they catch you off guard. And I think that's what happened with Amanda Nunes when she fought Juliana Pena the first time. She just got caught off guard because she she was. She was on a dominant reign where nobody even came close. But now, that second fight, she destroyed Juliana. She destroyed Irene in this last fight. He, these fights are not even close. Um, uh, Amanda Nunes, she, there's, there's nothing else for her to prove, man. She just tied Anderson Silva for the most title defenses in uh, MMA history, I mean, UFC history. Um, she she's a she's a goat, man. She's the greatest women's fighters of all time. She don't beat Cyborg. She beat Katzinga. She beat Ronda Rousey. Um, you you name. She beat Valentina Shevchenko twice. Uh, you, you my man Nunes is that guy is that girl. I mean, she's she's mm-hmm. done. She's she's retired. I don't see her. She did bring up some points. She was like, whoever wins the title after me, it won't matter because they'll forever live in her shadow. Which I disagree. I mean, you retire. You can say that about Habib and be like, oh, whoever wins the title after Habib, they're going to forever live in this shadow because he never lost the title. Well, that's the point of retiring. I mean, you just put out it on top. You just ended out on top. Heck, we can go to football. I mean, heck, or even LeBron. Eventually, LeBron will retire. doesn't mean he still can be a top-tier player in the league still. Same thing with Brady. Brady was still having numbers amongst the top ten. Doesn't mean he don't deserve to still be able to play. So I say the same thing with Amanda Nunes. Like, yeah, you might end it out on top, but whoever comes to get the belt behind you is 
worthy of being champion. So, but Amanda Nunes had an incredible career. Uh, she was dominant. She finished what twenty three and five, the greatest women fighter of all time. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't close. Yeah, that was going to be definitely a question I was going to ask you because I know you did the live stream the other day. Um, so I was going to see what you had your thoughts on um, her retiring, but you you pretty much laid it out right there. The next question we had was from Louis, my dad. He said, Torres, when is your next fight? Just so you know, you're going to be hearing that a lot. On this thing. <laughs> when is your next fight? When is the next fight? When's his next fight? So uh, I don't know. I'll, I will. The world will know once I know. I do not know. Um, <laughs> thing with me fighting uh fighting wise is just hard you know it's hard i can you know so i tell this a lot of people this from the beginning all right in mma you know fighting isn't like a schedule there's no schedule for fighting there's no dotted line on how to do things in fighting you know you fight you train until you get another fight and continue to train so that's how fighting is man there's no schedule or timeline on anything right now we just waiting so you just keep training, keep training, keep waiting, and just keep it going. But yeah, I don't, I literally don't know. I don't have no idea when my next fight will be. So I'm just I figured out. that answer was coming as many times as I've asked you on behalf of him. I guess he <laughs> had to hear that himself, though, because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so to jump back to it, um, haven't seen any other new questions pop up. So to jump, jump back over to NBA real quick. Um, want to put a bow a little bit on uh, the Nuggets uh, before we – because I feel like this season, like you said, is definitely ending tonight. Um, there's a lot to look forward to, though, with the end of this season. There's We're supposed to find out about the jaw sentencing coming up. How many games is he going to be suspended? That's They're not going to release that until after this finals. We're going to find out, you know, even today, we're going to – there's some news that just broke before we started this stream. But we're going to be finding out about uh, who teams are interested in this draft what possible trades there are available, um, things along those lines. So there, there's a lot to look forward to. But one thing happened uh, just the other day. Um, we had the uh, we had a trade for the first time in a while. Um, it was just a few days ago. The Denver Nuggets, while in the NBA Finals, traded with the Oklahoma City Thunder. They traded a, uh, let's see here, a 2029 first round pick. Now that first round pick will be protected. We don't know the protections on it yet, but they traded um, that 2029 first. That's way down the line. Six years from now, who knows if Jokic and Murray and all of them are still going to be on the team, but they traded that for a, um, for basically the least favorable pick of the Oklahoma city's uh, first round picks in 2024. So that's next year's draft. They have a ton next year. So they're going to, Whichever one, I think if they have like four or five right now at their disposal, the Thunder do because they just amassed so many picks. They get the worst one of those like four or five. Um, they also get the 37th pick um, in this year's draft and a second-round pick in next year's draft. So the reason this is kind of important real quick before we, you know, just overlook this one, I know it don't sound like much to the normal average Joe, but – um, we've talked about this plenty of times on this show, me and Torres, about the new CBA. Um, the pretty much the salary, um, the salary stuff that's going to be happening. Like, pretty much, you're going to get punished if you are a luxury tax team or a super luxury tax team, like we've seen the Warriors be in these years past. Um, so that means that these draft picks are going to be all the more important. These are going to be cost controlled contracts where you can get guys for cheap for at least a little while and you can kind of you know, just push your team just a little bit longer to pretty much stay at a championship level. You can acquire cheap talent to stick with your stars. Um, so 
I think this is something we should definitely look at, and I think this was kind of a win-win for both teams. The Thunder, they can't take any more guys anyways. They have all these this young talent on their team, and it's about to get even more. Um, you know, they still got the – I think it's the 12th pick in this year's draft, which there's going to be some good talent there. But uh, they still got that that pick in this year's draft. They got all these big Chet Holmgren, Jalen Williams, the other Jalen Williams. You got uh, Josh Giddy. You got all these shy Gilgis Alexander. Who can, how can I forget the the main guy? But you got all these big guys, um, you know, on your team. They can only take like one more person. I think. I think they have one roster spot. So it doesn't make sense for them to just keep all these picks for these upcoming years. They kick that down the line to twenty twenty nine. And then on the other hand, you got the Nuggets. They're they could possibly be losing Bruce Brown. That was their. I think that was their mid level exception guy this year. He was making their their mid level exce- exception. He's not going to be making that next year. I think he's done earned himself some money. He's going to get him a a pretty nice contract, which looking back on that now, last year, how did, how did the Nuggets snag Bruce Brown and nobody else go after this guy? I mean, I know this is hindsight, but even at the time, this was a guy that I thought, you know, when I, I thought we talked about this guy a lot, you know, he played small ball five for that Brooklyn Nets team was a great role player for them, played his role, did well in it. Um, could kind of do a little bit of everything. He could be a point forward. You know, he could play pretty much all five positions, really, if you ask him to. I mean, you're not legitimately going to play him at the five a lot, but they got away with it in Brooklyn. Uh, but Denver was the only team to really reach out to him, he said. He, they were the only team to really come after him. I just find that wild, and now it's going to pay off for him big time. So he's going to be gone. I think you still got your big four. You know, you got um, Jokic, you got Murray, you got – Michael Porter Jr., you got Aaron Gordon, even though Michael Porter Jr. really hasn't shown up this finals. If we're not, honest. not this finals, but I mean, it's the path yeah. to the finals. I mean, he showed up the throughout the other series. At Lakers series, he showed up. He know? was showing up then for sure. Yeah, uh, then you got up. Christian Brown, that little white guy we talked about. Yeah, He's been playing right. pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, he comes out of nowhere. So Outside of that, though, I'm, I mean, I just named nine, you know, five guys. You got Jeff Green, he may come back. I think he's on a, maybe another year. I'll have to look that up. But um, either way, you're going to have to fill out this roster, and they're going to have to figure some way to do it. What better way of just filling this thing up through the draft, especially um, in a draft like people are saying this year's draft is pretty deep, man. Um, like, honestly, there's a lot of good talent. Like, there's going to be some guys snagged later on in this first round, maybe early second round, that are going to make some plays, that are going to um, do some big stuff. So, this is nothing to look past. Um, I think this is a smart move by the Denver uh, front office, and um, I think this is something that we're going to look back on. And, you know, I think this is going to be something they really uh, – that helps them out uh, because I don't see Denver going anywhere. I don't know about you, but I don't see them going anywhere for the next few years. But then again, you know, could be could be wrong in that area. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't see Denver going anywhere. They're going to be one of the top teams in the West. I mean, what did I tell you? What did I tell you after the first after after 2020 when Lakers won their first title? I said, I'm being honest with you, I don't see LeBron ever winning another title again. I said this will be his last. People one. told me that before that title, though. Well, well, I I, I, I didn't some I money didn't off of Kyle Skinner for that. He told me LeBron ain't I, ever gonna win another ring. I told him that's a lie. And I, I actually, I actually that. thought he was going to get at least one on the Lakers. I said it's it's only fitting for his career for him to get a ring at every stop he's been at. You know, it'll be it'll be it'll be the perfect career for him. But yeah, I I'm be honest with you, I do not, and unless unless some type of wild trade happens or something crazy, and I'll and I'll stand by this. I don't see LeBron ever win another championship. Um, he's on the backside of his career. I mean, he's really good. His I mean his 
his numbers and his stuff, he's one of the greatest of all times. There's no question. But it's hard for me to see him winning another championship with what the teams of now are starting to bring in all together. You got a lot of killers coming out here. I know Memphis struggling, and we will get on jaw uh, suspension stuff later, but Memphis was a two-seed that's coming this year. That Sacramento Kings team, they was a really good team overall. They're only going to continue to get yeah. better. I enjoyed a lot of the things I saw with De'Aaron Fox and all those boys and Sabonis and all those guys. Then the Nuggets, like you say, going to only continue to get better. Then you still got – I think the Warriors are going to start taking that backseat unless they start bringing in some younger guys to help uh, really push behind Steph Curry and Clay, but – you know, they'll still always be there. I think the Mavericks are going to start. I think the Mavericks got to start making those moves. They ain't done it yet, but they got to start making those moves to the really more help. About it, the more I think about it, what is the move? I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. What do you – I I don't think I've ever actually ended up asking you this. They're going to keep Kyrie. He's not going anywhere. That That's pretty much came out. They're not going to sign and trade him. Um, I know all the crap was coming about about him maybe getting signed and traded to the Lakers. They're not doing that. I He's staying – the stuff even came out that he wanted LeBron to come to Dallas. Dallas but yeah. what are, not- I mean, what do you realistically do? I know everybody knows that the number 10 pick is up for grabs, that you can trade for it. But who, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. What, what are you going to get with that? And then who do, who do you want? Who, like, honestly, who do you want to, to fill out this Dallas Mavericks team? Well, I, I would I would like to see the Dallas Mavericks bring in a few more defensive pieces. I think we have to be better at, at the five, kind of like Dorian Finney Smith. Uh, well, we let him go, but let me tell you I something. Look, look, I I understand. We talked about this. We had a whole long discussion about this yes, one. We did, but I mean, I still like what we bring with Kyrie. I would like to see these two boys yeah. play together for the whole season. Let me see these guys play together. Kyrie, the whole I think that's all worth it. I really do. I think it's all going to be I mean, a Luka and Kyrie tandem, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. I think yeah. we, we just got to continue to see stuff better on the defensive end. And I don't know if that comes from coaching. I don't know if that comes from role players. I don't know where that comes from. But Luka, what we've seen from the Mavs over the past three seasons is their goal is just to outscore you. If I can put the ball in the basket more, and you'd be like, oh, well, that's the only way. That's the easy. Obviously, that's obvious. That's how you win a basketball game. But obviously, you see a team like Miami that focuses more on defense and try to keep the game low scoring so they can get points in the basket. There's different ways on how you want to win the game, but we yeah. just Mavs just try to outscore everybody. And with Luca dropping 40 points, I mean, congratulations. With the other team, you know, the guy that got it dropping 40 as well. I mean, that makes it this is useless, you know. So yeah. I wish I would if they once they get better on the defensive end, I love the Mavericks. So but I mean, right but, now, so just name me. Name me just like a you know a couple few guys that that maybe fit that description that you think are realistic um, additions for you. I don't I don't think they're gonna be realistic additions, but I mean let, let, let's just let's just say if this was to happen, let's just say okay. if the Warriors was to let go of a Draymond, I would love if the Mavs picked up a Draymond. Oh my gosh! Or that would be a, a good move. Or, that would be a good move. I would that love would like, that. Would be the perfect piece. I feel yes, like for the Mavs. Um, if he wants to be let go, depending on, depending on what they do, you know, towards like the Jordan Poole contract. They do need to shed, hey, they do need to shed some salary cap. That's true. Could the, I would, could the, I'm 10, could the I would 10 pick, could the 10 pick maybe be enough to sway him a little bit? Maybe throw in, do a sign and trade Christian Wood. Christian Wood's not coming back. Y'all yeah. aren't bringing him back. If you sign and trade him, though, with that 10th pick, I don't know, maybe that's something. 
And we talked about Boston. We talked about, you know, somebody eventually having to leave Boston. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to be Tatum. I think they're going to give Brown that, that Supermax deal. Um, I could see a Marcus Smart, you know, leaving, you know, potentially. Yeah. I wouldn't be against the Mavs getting that guy. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just think we need one of those premier defensive players, you know, because that, that's the only thing the Mavs really missing. I mean, we got – we can score. Uh, Mavs can score with any team in the league. Name name them. They can score with them. But mm-hmm. we, we, we can't stop nobody. Can't so you can't you can't get no stop. You know, I can't tell you how many times they lost games at the end of the freaking buzzer. You know, because somebody can't yeah. play one on one defense. Like I, I just wish the Mavs would get better defensively and then I can fight, figure out if that's gonna be a team that you can see make a run next year. But yeah, right now the West is stacked with a lot of teams. And yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but I still see the Nuggets as the top tier team. If you want to be honest, yeah. The Nuggets, the Nuggets could be a favorite next year. Um, the East is uh, – I, I will be interested looking to the East with Milwaukee uh-huh. and all the boys. I, I don't see that happening again. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Bucs yeah. just had a few injuries here and there. That wouldn't happen again. I, I think we might see – put, put a pin on that for a minute. Put a pin on that because we did get a question. It's to, it's uh, my, my dad again, Louie. Trevor Peak is fighting June 24th. Is the guy any good that's fighting him? Uh, yes, the guy is good. I mean, what do you mean any good? But so style makes fights. <laughs> I would say everybody that's at that level is is pretty good. Um, anybody that I fight from here on is going to be pretty good. You know, there's no, mm-hmm. no, there's no just anybody's. But it depends on the style and matchups of the fight. Will the fight be close is what you're really asking. I, in my honest opinion, I do not. I think Trevor Peak is going to go in there and knock him out in the first round. What kind of what kind of style does this guy bring? I mean, we know Trevor's bringing the fireworks. We know we know he's coming out full full steam ahead, swinging. What's this guy fighting like? Uh, he fights. Uh, he he he's a pace fighter. Um, he's got a really good right hand. He got he he's got really good technique. He can move. Um, his kickboxing is pretty good. But I mean, being technical is good. But when you're fighting a guy like Trevor, who is like just a bulldog that just walks through all of that, you got to have that little grit in you. And I don't see, I don't think Victor Martinez has that type of grit. After seeing him get KO'd by Jordan Levitt, if anybody don't know who Jordan Levitt, Jordan Levitt is the monkey king um, for a lot of the fans that don't watch a lot of UFC. He's the one that twerks after he wins, you know, he does the little bit. And that was Jordan Levitt's first ever knockout. And I'm not, and look, and that's the thing. You cannot play MMA math. MMA math will have you going crazy. You cannot play, oh, well, because this guy beat this guy, this guy should beat him. No, 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 no. It don't work like that. Yeah. But Jordan Levitt did KO him, all right? Jordan Levitt ain't got the power that Trevor's got. Yeah. Now, like I said, I I exactly. So, like, if you want to say, oh, Trevor, compared to, like, you getting KO'd by Jordan Levitt, I just don't think it's gonna be too clear. I just don't. I, I'll be honest. I just don't see how, yeah. unless Victor surprises me with something. I think they, Victor's a little bit of. He's greedy, you know. Like you talk about the Mexican fighters, man. The Mexican fighters, they're tough. He's gonna be tough, but when Trevor get to hitting him, boy, it, it ain't gonna. Uh, it ain't. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think. We, yeah, we all are kind of. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. 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 So. If, if you had asked my prediction, because like even last fight, I, I actually predicted Trevor probably second round in the last fight, but he finished it 
four minutes and 59 seconds. So it was right there, one second left in the round before he, he got to finish. But this one, I'm pretty certain that he gets it first round. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I mean, I've trained with him so far the past fight, this whole fight camp. He's feel good. Um, it, it, I just don't see what Victor's going to have for him. To be mm. honest with you. I don't see what he got. Good. good. All right. So uh, real quick, swinging it back to NBA. Uh, swinging it back to NBA because there, there's just so much to talk about there. Uh, you brought up the Bucks, and it's funny you brought up the Bucks. Um, they do have Brooke Lopez that could be on his way out the door. We don't know yet. He's going to be a free agent this summer. Um, one name that just popped up on the market. He declined his. Uh, he ended up rejecting his player option, declining his player option in his uh, in his deal. Fred Van Vliet from the Toronto Raptors, who a lot of people are thinking maybe mm-hmm. he can be a Buck. Maybe this could be a sign and trade opportunity for. Maybe a Lakers type deal. Some people are bringing up. Um, what would you see? I like Fred Van Vliet a lot. Um, I remember back watching him in his uh, Wichita State days back when he was in college. I liked him kind of there. He's done pretty good for himself up to this point um, in the league. Um, three and D kind of uh, defensive um, guard. Um, I, I mean, I like what he brings to the table. I would. I think I'd definitely take him over a D'Angelo Russell, even though I know right now a lot of people aren't high on D'Angelo Russell. He's still a solid guard, D'Angelo is, but it's just at the end of the day, I want a guy that can play a little bit more defense. I think Dan Vliet can. I think that's the only reason I kind of give him the edge, and he can still, you know, extend his range out and things like that. Um, where do you see a Van Vliet going, and would you like the fit if he were to land on a Bucks? Um, I do like a Van Vliet uh, going to the Bucks. I think that adds an extra piece to their bench. Um, the Bucks are the bunch. The Bucks actually had a pretty good bench this year. You know, just some of those guys didn't really come to play on that first round. You could see him starting next to Drew, and then bumping. I think you you could be looking at a Van Vliet, yeah. Drew, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez. That's a solid starting five to three. That's keep the start of, yeah, who's who's the starter now at that shooting guard position? I'm trying to think. I know Grayson Allen was in the mix. He wasn't starting though. I don't know yeah, if he was starting. I'll look that up while you're talking, but continue on your on your bucks. Um, but I mean, if he was to start, that would be a really good piece. I mean, look, yeah. another another former champion, you know, um jumping jumping in the lineup. Yeah, I Grayson be- Allen was their starting two. Joe Ingles would come off the bench behind him, and then you had Wesley Matthews that would play some there too. Um okay. So yeah, that, Grayson that's Allen didn't start the whole season, did he? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, I think they're looking to move off that, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not awful. He's not great. You know, he's kind of somewhere in, the, in between, I feel like. Um, but you got him. And then there was some news today. The Pelicans are looking to trade up into the top three to possibly snag uh, Scoot Henderson. Uh, G League player that's really highly sought after. We obviously know who's going number one, Victor Wembanyama. Uh, number two and three is kind of a toss up. Um, a lot of people seem to think that uh, the guy from Alabama, oh, his name's slipping my mind right now. He's the one that got in trouble uh, for a little while that me we were talking with Kobe. Oh, and them. No, yeah, I'm yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, what's his name? Brandon. Uh, shoot, I'm looking right now. Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. So, yeah, Brandon Miller, a lot of people are thinking that the Hornets are going with him at two because they already got LaMelo Ball. They already got these other, you know, guards. Bringing in a guy that's a forward like Brandon Miller, it only kind of fits. You know, I I think at that point you're going more for fit. 
could you draft Scoot Henderson to go with Lamella Ball? Sure, you could. Um, just don't know if that's the smartest possible option. And then you got, and here's the weird thing, you got number three, Portland Trailblazers. And right now, all indications, I know there's been a lot of Dame trade talk, but Portland, we've seen in the past, they've been real hesitant to trade away Dame. They're very loyal to him. They want to build around him, things like that. Um, they don't They don't need another guard. They got Damian Lillard. They got Anthony Simons. They don't need another guard. Like, that's, that's the last thing. They traded away C.J. McCollum trying to get to the point where they could have more defense and get away from get away from having a two-guard offense when really they stuck with that. So I don't see them going for that. But I feel like you'd have to swing to two or else Hornets are just going to take Scoot on purpose to try to make it. You know, they hold the leverage here. If you want Scoot Henderson that bad, you're going to have to trade with us. So here's where we get into some interesting stuff. Could we see the New Orleans Pelicans part ways with Brandon Ingram or even – dare I say, Zion Williamson. Zion, if you don't know Torres, have you seen the mess he's done gotten himself into? I, 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 I have, I have. But He has look, done gotten himself in some trouble, it, my man. And yeah, he might need bad. a change of scenery. He might need it's bad. To oh, it's bad. Hey, it's real bad. It, it don't matter where you go, he's the one that's flying him in. Hey, he's the one flying him in. So, look, let me, let me tell you something. At the end of the day. Hey, and you, look, you know me coming from the athlete, that I am, I'm big about like business on the court stuff uh, with off the court stuff being factor in. All right. Um, I shouldn't, they shouldn't be a problem with Zion. Look, I understand. Look, what Zion got going on off the court, that is bad. That's not a good thing. But that shouldn't be factor in. Like, it's not as bad as John Morant right now. No, it's not as bad as John Morant. But see, that the we can do we can spend a whole hour on, on this. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. hey, both of their stuff is really bad. Now, even though Jaw is worse, but heck, Zion's might be even worse because that's where your money starts going down the drain. You got to start paying, you know, child support and all this, and now you're dealing with baby mama drama. You don't want to do. You don't want to deal with that mess. So Zion is having to deal with all that. But if it's play on the court, it's not being faltered because of that. But let's ask the question. How often has Zion played? Zion hasn't been playing much. That means instead of you going off the court trying to get healthy, you over here dealing with baby mama drama stuff. Uh You know, so like that could be factored in on your own the court play. You know, are you going, are you not being away from the facility? Is that hurting or helping you? You know, so you're right. That could be something that can be thought of. And I would consider Zion a bust. Not just yet. I mean, yeah. I still want to see him play out. I still want to see him play out. Yeah, but John Morant case nine. John Morant's defense. Um, I I, I will say him waving a gun on Instagram live is yeah. really bad. That that is not good. But it shouldn't warrant a full season suspension. No, they're not going to do a full season. But it, it it should like okay, let's lay down the law. You shouldn't continue to do this because. You just had a meeting with the NBA commissioner. Then a week or two weeks later, you're waving a gun on Instagram live. Like that just that just goofy. Yeah. You know, That's like stay, stay out of the limelight. Now I know some people blame it on his friend and his and his and some people from John Morant's party is saying he's no longer friends with that guy. I feel like that's stupid and wrong in that in that regards anyway, because he wasn't the one that told you to pull up the gun. Um he had the live out just to have the live out, and you the one that pulls the gun out while 
we're sitting there like while you're sitting there watching he he literally turns the phone away from you the moment he sees you pull the gun like he's actually trying to help you it just you know these yeah. freaking crazy you know social media nerds out there they say oh for 0.8 seconds he had a gun you know so and it's yeah, and it, gets I, I said, I, it took me a couple tries of watching that video before i even noticed him so i, I don't know it was so quick man um not to play it out where oh it's not bad he only had it out for you know a short period of time i didn't even notice it but um I don't know. He's he, he's got to end up dropping the act after a little while. He does um, got to drop the act though. Yeah, and, and I know he says that's what he grew up from, but that's not him. That's not him. It's he's it's not really that. not. People have done like proven that it's that's he, he's not really like that. He's I don't know. He's yeah, trying to be something. I don't know. I don't understand the infatuation with being like that, but he's trying to be that. You ain't that. But uh, the, a- the other thing to it, you know, just because he's another guy that could need a possible change of scenery. Maybe he just needs to get on another team, get in another city, that kind of thing um, that people bring, bring bringing up at least. I don't know, man. That's one we got to watch. That's one we got to watch for possible movement at some point. I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, you know, if I'm a team out there, shoot it. I take a chance on them. Um, same thing with Zion Williamson still. Honestly, the more I think about it, Zion Williamson in this trade, if they do end up making this trade for the number two pick to Charlotte, the dude's already from North Carolina, played his ball at North, you know, in the state of North Carolina at Duke, right? All, you know, in his home state, playing, repping them, it may end up being the best thing overall for the dude. You know, go, coming back to his roots, playing there, repping the state, being with a, you know, a good point guard in Lamella Ball, you know, and that they're building some other things there. He could save Jordan's whole uh, ownership you know, career yeah. because it has yeah. not been pretty up at this point. Maybe this could be a way, you know, he's already a, a Jordan representative, if I'm not mistaken, right? He has his own kind of line of stuff. I think he does. Yeah. Know, it makes sense on so many levels. Um, It's just a matter of if the Pelicans would be willing to part ways with him at this point. I don't know. I think I, I think I would, I think I would, but you know, are they in the position where they're like, okay, we want more than just number two. If we're giving you Zion, we get two plus this or who has the leverage here? Do do the Hornets have it here? We're like, oh, you want our number two pick? We're gonna need Zion and maybe some other stuff. You know, who's who's getting greedy here? That's my thing. Um, I I, I can see I could see the Pelicans having the leverage with having Zion, but the Hornets would have to give something. Um, I I think, but but hasn't there been talks about Michael Jordan potentially selling the team? Yeah, there have been. So you know, with that being up, up for grabs as well. I don't know, man. There's so many know. things you could come back, though. Like, you want a lot of stuff for Zion? This dude's missed all these games. He's getting wrapped up in all this drama. Like, there's so many negative things you can throw back at them on him. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, to just to kind of win the deal, if you will. You know, they can th- throw all these other things at, at the at, – um, at New Orleans to say, this is why we don't really need to do this. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Those are two people that I could see being moved – um, we're wrapping it up here. I think that we're getting to the top of the hour here. Um, I think this is a good point to kind of turn it off at least. Um, uh, any last things you kind of want to bring up here? No, man. I look, look, I, I'm excited. I mean, I, I enjoyed this entire thing that we did here. On Million. 
And look, we're going to continue to bring y'all a lot more content. It's going to be a whole lot of things. I know we're right here, right at the end of the NBA season. Um, we're going to continue to do a lot of things. This is going to be really fun during college football season. Uh, oh, we, yes. We're probably going to have a lot more guests. We're going to have a lot of a lot of guys on here that is not going to like it. Yeah, we can add guests to this. This would be uh, – this, this is going to get very interesting. This yeah, this gonna be, yeah, uh, this gonna be really good. So I can't wait to football season because we're right there. I mean, look, August and October right around the corner, man. You know, look, it's eight weeks until August, so um, it's not long. And uh, we're gonna continue to continue to bring y'all content. Um, continue to look for us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those, and etc. Um, we're on all of those, but man, yeah, we're gonna keep bringing you MMA, we're gonna keep bringing you NBA, we're gonna keep bringing you NFL, you name it, anything in the sports world, we'll continue to keep bringing what we bring, and uh, I'm excited to see what we do. So, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, and if you guys want to support us, like Torres said, you know, he named it out Apple Podcast, Spotify, all that stuff, um, in the description. Um, don't know when this is going to be going out yet, normally it's the next day with this new platform. We're going to see, just keep an eye out for this one, uh, coming out um, on the podcast channel if you want to go back and listen to it. Um, you know, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with those. Um, click in the description. There's a many different ways to support the show. And uh, millions, we may end up getting into some uh, merchandise line with them. So that's another thing to keep an eye on. So thank you guys for joining us today. And as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.